0: Welcome to Take Back Your Country, I'm David Flint, and I wanted to say a few words about the Wuhan virus, which the communists tell us to call COVID-19, and of course the World Health Organization, which was completely under their control, told us to do the same. But I prefer the Wuhan virus because that's where it came from. There are ten truths about this which will appear in the text. I just want to mention 10 of them. And the first truth is we had to obviously seal our international borders, but certainly not our state borders. We had to seal our international borders when the virus first emerged. The reason being we needed to assess what was this new virus that nobody knew much about. But it soon became pretty obvious what it was all about. And Australia being a remote island, two great advantages, remote island or two islands, we could seal our borders and do what other countries can't do. Now, the politicians will tell you that the low death rate is because of what they've done, the brilliant things they've done. No, it's because we're remote and we're two islands. And that's why Fiji has done better than us in terms of deaths per million in the population, and New Zealand has done even better. Not because of the politicians, but because we're remote islands. We didn't seal the borders very well at the beginning, and even recently, there have been significant leakages if we want to keep the borders sealed. The whole purpose was to assess how serious the disease was, and it is serious. But it's not as serious, for example, as the polio epidemic which raged for decades and which killed people or left them terribly injured, particularly young people who were put into uh, lines, who had to be encouraged in certain ways to breathe in the iron lungs, and who were terribly crippled as a result of the disease. So that's the first truth, seal the borders, at least until you know what this is all about. The second truth which has emerged is this wasn't an ordinary virus. It came from a laboratory in China, and it's pretty clear that that laboratory was under military control. And it wasn't only for gain for function, that is this ridiculous idea that you make a virus worse, so that you can then trace it and destroy it, something which was banned for a considerable period of time, though Dr Fauci seems to have been able to avoid that. It wasn't just for that which is bad enough. It was to weaponize it. It was for military purposes. I don't think we should forget that, nor should we forgive the communists for doing that. The third truth is that it became apparent very quickly that the communist solution to the problem, the lockdown, does not work. You shouldn't indulge in lockdowns. We saw that with Taiwan. Taiwan didn't need lockdowns and it did very well until it became complacent in relation to letting people in. Now, the... uh, That's the third truth. Lockdowns don't work. They're not necessary. Why we're resorting to them still now is quite ridiculous. A lot of the international research shows that you don't need lockdowns. They cause enormous financial, psychological and other damages, and they don't achieve what the politicians hope they will achieve. The fourth thing is we should be getting reparations. The communist Chinese government should pay for what they've done. And in particular, when they knew that the virus had escaped from the laboratory, not telling the rest of the world, they allowed the large number of people who'd come to China for the Chinese new year, they wouldn't allow them to go around China but they let them go around the world, to return to their countries quite often, without warning the WHO, without warning us and every other Western country what they were doing. It seems as if once they realised the damage it could wrought, they decided to let it go around the world and they should not be allowed to get away with what is, a crime against humanity. This is a government which engages in other crimes, genocidal crimes against uh, the Muslim people of China, the Uyghurs, against the Falun Gong. We know that they do terrible things and they sell off people's kidneys and other internal organs. This is a very dangerous government and it should pay. We should have set up an international tribunal going to the WHO was a complete waste of time. It wasn't known to be a waste of time at the beginning. We should have set up a tribunal with the Trump administration, an international tribunal to work out whether China was in fact guilty of what was clearly an attempt to conceal the truth and to let the other countries suffer from the virus. We should have had that international tribunal assess damages, and we should have then collected the damages from the assets they hold in Australia. Now, the Chinese government, the communist Chinese government, controls all of the corporations in China, and we know that they have a large number of assets in Australia, which the Australian politicians have foolishly allowed them to acquire. When that tribunal decided what the damages were, we should have collected them, we should still good. We should collect those from the assets they hold here. And we should not be worried about what they might do. They've done enough and they will do more against us in terms of international trade. So that is the fourth thing we should have done, the fourth truth. The fifth truth is that we should have always protected the vulnerable. It became pretty clear that the elderly and those with other medical problems, comorbidities is the complicated and awful-sounding word that uh, is used in these circumstances, we should have protected the vulnerable. And when the vulnerable were sick, we should have used medicines which have been shown to work, hydroxychloroquine, And ivermectin are two of the medicines which have been shown to work. And for some reason, probably because the American media didn't like the fact that Donald Trump had talked about them, we should be using those medicines because international research shows that they work when people catch the disease. And in relation to the sixth point, the sixth point is, of course, We should have encouraged the development of vaccines. Under President Trump, there was a a brilliant process, a public-private partnership, where the American government would commission a number of pharmacies to develop vaccines and then buy a considerable quantity from each of them so that the American people would have a variety of vaccines available to choose if they wish and that the process should be rushed. By rushing the process, certain essential steps have not been taken. We're not completely sure. The experts are not completely sure about these vaccines and the side effects, the unknown consequences of these vaccines. So they shouldn't be used generally, certainly not for people who are not vulnerable. Why should they? using these vaccines. We know from the Israeli and the British experience that there has been vaccine failure. That is, even though the vaccine is given, it doesn't protect you from getting it. And perhaps more importantly, it doesn't protect you from giving it to other people. So there's a considerable vaccine failure. We don't know the side effects and all of the unforeseen consequences of these vaccines. So they should only be used where they are really needed. This idea that you've vaccinated as the Premier of New South Wales says 80% of the politicians is ridiculous. It will never happen and it shouldn't happen because why should you give vaccines to children, for example, who are not vulnerable to the disease? And that is an important thing. The point is... As always, we can't trust the politicians. They don't tell us, they don't reveal all of the full medical advice they claim they have received. They take decisions for political advantages. They take positions because they are in a panic. We have to watch the politicians. We have to make sure we haven't lost our freedom. That seems to be the case in a number of our states where the politicians have gone far too far in their ridiculous lockdowns and their closing of the borders, which is contrary to the Constitution. The Prime Minister, the federal government, is not giving the leadership it should be given in these areas. What we must remember is something that Ronald Reagan once warned, and he was probably one of the greatest of American presidents. He said that freedom is no more than one generation away. Freedom is no more than one generation away. One generation away from extinction. The point is it must be fought for, protected and handed on to our children so they can do the same. Remember, freedom is no more than one generation away from extinction and we have to fight for it and protect it. Otherwise, we will lose it and we will end up being in the police state that many of us feel we are already in. Australians, it's time to take back your country.